0: share the love of God and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. Good morning everyone and welcome to our first live Q&A with myself, SJ, or Sarah Jane. It's so great to have you here. We're gonna be doing these lives on a regular basis, so keep out an eye out in our events um, and you'll see when the next one is. If you've got any questions or any burning questions about business, life, um, your faith, etc., cetera, um, that you'd like answering or you're unsure about, feel free to email those in to hello at Business.com.au or send us a direct message through Facebook and we'll schedule those in to be answered. So today's questions are going to cover branding, um, marketing and um, a little bit of social media as well, which is great. So we've got a bit of a mixture of marketing today. So our first big question comes from Natalie Parker in Melbourne um, and she's got a couple of questions. So the first one is regarding name of my business. I'm currently an artist marketing everything under my name, Natalie Parker Artist. I am now focusing on, uh, I'm now focusing my business mainly on offering customized bridal boutique commissions. I still, however, sell art prints and floral collections. Question. Should I set up a separate business and call it something like Paint My Boutique or hang on, boutique, that's wrong, bouquet or uh, to target specifically brides or should I keep it under my name, uh, keeping everything on the same website? So I personally run two businesses. So I've got Christian Women in Business and then I've got the Automation Girl and um, they are completely... Different services and products. So for me, it made sense for me to have two different brands So the problems with that are it's double the work so double the marketing um, And also I'm managing two businesses and they are completely different businesses So one's a membership and one's a service-based business Um, And then we also have our CWIB shop as well, which again has like a different mission behind it to the membership. So uh, we created our own different brand with the shop. That's to create educational resources for business owners. The community is all about uniting women together, encouraging them. And then tag is all about um, helping businesses set up automations and different things in their businesses, email marketing, etc. So For us it made sense to kind of split the three up but it comes with a lot of different work and I am personally a fan of keeping things super simple and only really focusing and targeting on what God has um, asked you to do. And so my answer to your question is I would actually keep it under Natalie Parker Artist and then I would have a tagline. So I would um, use a tagline that would have um, the main thing that you want to focus on. So if it's your bridal um, stuff, then have a tagline that fits that. And then everything on your website, I would try and target within your SEO. So have your name on the website. and then have your tagline on it. And then where you can in your blog posts, um, any pages that you create, I would be putting in the pages that you name, I would be putting them to specifically target that audience that you've got. Um, and then you can still keep things super simple by only having one brand. That means only one Instagram, one Facebook, etc. And I would be sharing all of um, the commissions that you do for the bridal stuff. And then I would advertise the other stuff as well. And if you've got um, a Shopify website on Instagram, you can actually link people directly to your products, which will make it a lot easier for when you're targeting those different posts. Um, And if you want to really hone in, then make them... um, make your Instagram very bridal-looking. Look at other bridal um, businesses out there who are in that market, see how they promote themselves. There's heaps of photographers um, and maybe there might be some quotes that are bridal that you can do to then focus in on that. Um, And then your second question was, how do I market my customized bridal services to higher-paying clients, brides? Now, I actually um started out as a wedding singer. Um, back when I was, oh, like we just got married, so I'd be like 23, 24. Uh, that was my first business that I ever did. And I found what worked best for me is um I would go to uh bridal fairs and because I was singer I would ask if I could actually be their background music. So um maybe in your instance you could actually go to a a bridal um expo and take someone with you and you can set up your paint studio as your um stall um, and be painting some flowers while you're doing it and then have someone on the side that can answer questions and um, just support you while you're there with your business cards and then some examples laid out and then i also looked and searched so i was on the south coast at the time so then i researched all the different south coast bridal magazines um, and and ads and there were directories as well there was bridal directories and so i just made sure that i was on all of those um, making sure that my name and I don't do that anymore, but I am still getting inquiries through a website that I bought a space in that was a directory (laughs) asking if I can sing for people on the South Coast. So um, that's how I targeted high-end clients. Um, And I guess it's just about getting your brand in front of them and being unique with that. Like I've never met anyone doing what you're doing so that's really unique it's really beautiful and I would be showing that to people in expos and I know they take up time but at least then people can see you in action and and what you're doing and how just how I guess unique that piece will be to them and it's beautiful and they can see how you do it that's you then sharing your story um So that's those two questions answered. So the next question is um, an Instagram question. We've got two Instagram questions coming up now. So what is Linktree and how do you use it? And that uh, was a question Robin, one of our members asked in our community. So Linktree is a website that enables you to collate in a tidy line different links to what you want to send people to. So Instagram only lets you have one link um, in In the bio that you can then um, syndicate your potential clients to different areas of what you want to give them. And so for CWIB, we use linktree. It gives you then one link and when the person that you can pop in your bio and then once that person clicks through, um, it can then take them so they can pick lots of different options. So we have uh, become a member. We have a link to our um, app, our free app, uh, our podcast, our magazine, the directory, um, and then whatever free offer that we have at the time. And then people can choose where it is that they want to click through. Um, Obviously, you don't need that. If you've got over 10K followers on Instagram in your stories, you can put your specific links, which makes it a lot easier. But this is just a way of grouping Uh, where you want to funnel um, your followers to. So that's what Linktree is. There is a free option, which is great. And then there's a paid option that you can then brand and do some other funky things to. And then uh, our last question is another Instagram question and it comes from Jan Morris. Hey, Jan, if you're listening, and I bet you were laughing at how I pronounce a bouquet of flowers. Um, I can't believe I said banquet. That was so funny. Anyway, if someone follows me on Instagram, does that mean I need to follow them back? Um, Now, me personally, for our CWIB main community inspirational page on Instagram, I actually unfollowed everyone. Um, And that was my own personal choice because uh, when we were posting on that page, I actually didn't want us to get distracted by looking through the feed um so i've put i only follow our cwib shop at my tag page and that's it and so that then stops me from being or karina being distracted uh when we're going to post on there we're literally going on there to create the content last year i decided personally i was going to be a content creator not a content consumer and so i've try to do the best I can through all of our different social medias that I'm not tempted to waste time looking at other people's things or consuming other people's information. I want people to consume our information. And so that's one of the things that we did. Um, And so when people follow us, I don't follow back. And because we're at 12,000 followers, I think now on Instagram, Instagram only lets you follow up to 7,000 people, I think. So even if we tried to follow back everyone that followed us, then it's not gonna work. And just because they're following you doesn't mean that you're necessarily gonna find interest in what they're selling. You might not be their ideal client, but they might be yours. So there's lots of different angles to look at whether you should follow someone on on Instagram if they follow you. Um, Facebook pages are great because you don't really follow anyone so your Facebook page um, and then um, obviously Facebook works a little bit different to that so on our shop I do follow a few people but I'll be changing that up again to be the same as our, pay, our main page so that we're not following and not getting distracted and um, and yeah, I think that answers that question. So if you have any of the questions that you'd like answering about business, about faith, about marketing, systems, whatever it is, I'd love to answer them for you. Pop them in the comments and we'll cover them um, in the next Facebook Live uh, Q&A Live session that we'll do. These sessions will be um, transcribed into a podcast. So if you missed it today, It will be um, available on our podcast in a couple of weeks' time and we'll be reposting those through the podcast too. So if you missed anything or you wanted to take notes, then they're going to be available there. But that's it for our first live Q&A session. Um, I hope this helped you. I hope you learned something. There's never a silly question. Uh, whether you're starting out in business or you've been in business for a few years we'd love to hear from you Um, don't stay stuck and quandering um, whether I should be doing something or not doing something or how does this work this is a place where we can smash those questions out and answer them and if I can't answer them I will find someone for you that can answer them All right. Have a beautiful day, ladies. God is good. God is alive. And he's doing amazing things in our community. We actually decided to keep our intakes open for another week. So if you are interested in becoming a member of CWIB, our intakes are still open. I'll pop the link uh, to become a member in the comments. And yeah, that's it. Have a beautiful day. sarah jane here i hope you enjoyed the podcast we'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends please rate our podcast on itunes and for more information about becoming a member of christian women in business head over to our website www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au catch you next time